in the room. <laughs> Ready? Yep. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to season three, episode something of 20 somethings <laughs> failing at nothing because I never know what episode we're on. How are you today, Mix? I mean, I've recovered from a life threatening hangover today. Oh, tell, tell everyone about it. Tell everyone. How ashamed you should be of yourself. I am really ashamed of myself. <laughs> it might be too soon. Is it too soon? I, I haven't seen you that poorly I, in a very long time. When I say bed bound. You were like, nothing bound. short of bed bound, in fact. Uh, nothing short. I made it to the dump, which is the only thing that gave me hope. I have a question. Yes. Why were you at the dump? Because I told my dad I'd take him to the dump and I didn't want to let him oh, down. right. You and, throw up at the dump? No, but it was kind of like, it, it gave rage room vibes, and I actually quite enjoyed it, so like... Oh, amazing. When you have a look, do you go to the dump often? I've been. I have <laughs> do been. you frequent the dump? Do you remember when me and you had to go to the dump? No. So, my mum went on a honeymoon, well not a honeymoon, her honeymoon, and Good. Megan came and stayed for two weeks, and my brother was here too. We were 20, we were 20 at the time. And, I don't remember um, being that young, but yeah. Yeah, we were 20 because I turned 21 just after they got married. And mum had said, uh, girls, Wednesday, bin day. No. Wednesday is bin day. What did me and Tom do? We missed bin day because I overslept and Tom should have been there when he went to work. <laughs> and then Megs came over and we were like, do you know what? We'll, we'll, we'll take it to the dump. We'll take it to the tip. We just kept filling up bin bags and they were literally disgusting and rotting. And then we did take, we took the bins because the house actually stank of shit. I have no recollection of My mum and stepdad came back and there were maggots in the bin outside. <gasps> we had one job. We had one job. One job. We didn't have an animal to look after. No, we had nothing. We had nothing. Oh my God, I don't remember that at all. We had a fridge full of food. And my brother, Thomas, never called him that Tom. Thomas. Didn't even offer to come to the dump with us. Me and you had to do. Oh my god, he it. would now. For he would now. Peugeot two hundred six. Break down all the and we did the dump by ourselves. Yeah, that's really so grown up of us. Actually, I have frequented the dump. You have, but like we had electronics. Okay, so oh. we had like Hoovers and other stuff, but oh, like heaters, like plug-in heaters, all of that. Yeah. And there's like a special section for it. Mm-hmm. It's like these giant skips, and you walk out onto like a diving board. And you have to throw stuff in mm-hmm. because they're massive and they're just full of stuff. Mm-hmm. It was like a rage room. Like we were like lobbing it in there, yeah. Amazing. So it was actually quite good, but it didn't cure the hangover. Oh. It actually went downhill from there. See, normally when you go out, it kind of like get a bit fresh air and like makes things better. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. <laughs> I was poorly until 10 p.m. last night. Yeah, you picked me up from the station, didn't you? And you were just much against my will. It was, but. Very grateful, thank you. Safety first. <laughs> that is no. Yeah, it, I was. I was also a city twat yesterday. Went to London, came back, and my phone died. So, thankfully, Megan came to my rescue, even though she was. Could you tell like how ill I was shit. in the yes. car? You, I could tell the minute I got in the car, you felt like shit. And I was really grateful for you. Truly, truly my sister grateful. wanted to know everything about your outing. Oh right. So when I was leaving, she was like, "Make sure you find out everything." I was like, "Not today. Not today. Lydia. <laughs> Not today." Lydia, I don't even care right I'll, now. <laughs> I'll get us both home in one piece. We'll discuss it some other time. <laughs> I hope this isn't too loud. Then we're moving around. Sorry, guys. Hopefully that was fine. I'm professional. Um, How are you? Enough yeah, about me. Do you know... It, oh God, it's been a week. Have I made you feel good by the state of me yesterday? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, no, the past week, what roller coaster that's been. Oh. But, such is life. 
this too shall pass. Do you know, it's funny, I keep seeing that video of, uh, I think it's Tom Hanks, Adam Sandler, oh, Robert De Niro. There's like a few actors, Hollywood actors, and they're all sitting. It's kind of like the, um, what does Jada Pinkett Smith do? Red Table Talk. It's, it's a similar set up to that, and they're all kind of like talking about things they wish they knew when they were younger and stuff. And Tom Hanks says, you know, I wish I'd have learned the phrase earlier, this too shall pass. And actually, this week has, it just, that video just keeps coming up, and I'm like, this too shall pass. Oh my god, it's, a, it's, a, it's an a, omen. It's an omen. So, yeah, rough week, but you know what? We're here for the pod. Every day's a new day. Every day's a new day, and message of the week, it's okay to cry. <laughs> I've cried so many times this past week. It's okay, It's guys. good to cry. It's good to cry, body relieving stress. Yeah. And, you know, it's all good. I'm sure there's some science behind it. There's some serious there's science some there serious somewhere. There's some serious science. It feels a little just a bit dehydrating. Bit, but I'm sure there's some science there. <laughs> Do you know what's also dehydrating? Drinking for a second. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's what we need to hear. If anyone cares or listens to us, uh, if you could just give Megan some drink suggestions. She doesn't like cocktails. She doesn't like Coke. She doesn't like Most lemonade, really. You don't mind a Fanta, but you're not going to have that on a night out. Absolutely like not. Drink. Yeah. Um... Really, it's Prosecco and, and black tea. That I don't like, pre- like... I will drink vodka, and that is, like, it for spirits. I don't really yeah. like spirits. Mixes, we're a bit stumped on mixes. Don't because like you can't beer. have vodka and orange all night. No. You'll... It'll, it'll make you ill. It'll make me iller than I am already. Yeah, it really, really will. <laughs> I think I need to just learn to love beer. No, because then you'll get a beer belly. No, but I just think that it's, like, the perfect drink. Do you, wait, why have you because come to this conclusion? Are you I still just, drunk? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Beer is the perfect drink. Yeah, I think it's inexpensive. Well, not all the time, but quite a lot of the time yeah. it's inexpensive. You get a whole pint, so it would last me quite a while, because I'm not mm. really, a, I'm not I'm not a gulper. Mm. Um, it looks kind of cute. Okay. You'd like a lager top. I don't think I... I drink a lager top. I don't think I would. It's a bit like shandy. It is a shandy, isn't it? No, a shant. No, it's cooler than a shandy, Megan. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> a a shandy's half and half, from what I believe. A lager top is just like a dash of lemonade in the top. Maybe I should have a shandy. No, you, do you know how many drinks you're going to have to get pissed? And it'll be like... <laughs> a week's but worth the, of, the not that we care about calories, but it'll be literally a week's worth of calories. But the, goal, <laughs> the goal is to not get drunk, is it Yeah, not? but that won't happen, because then you'll be like, oh, I just want to be like... I'm out with my friends. I want to be tipsy. I want to feel a bit merry. I want to be damp, whatever it is. Well, we now we don't get drunk. <laughs> we get damp, or whatever it is. We don't. We still is, get drunk. No, damp lifestyle. Oh, damp lifestyle. Which is like the the gap between binge drinking and sobriety. Right. So that's what we want to be. But you will get fed up. And also, <laughs> Megan, I'd just like to point out. Think of the size of a glass of prosecco, right? And how long that does take you to drink. Mm. Versus you attempting to drink a pint. Do you know how warm that will be? You can't ask for a pint with an ice cube in it. <laughs> no one's going to... Like, people look at me weird when I ask for an ice cube in your Prosecco. <laughs> so if I'm like, oh yeah, can I have a, can I have a lager top with a couple of ice cubes in me? Yeah. But no, you can't. Who's drinking that? Maybe I just have to submit to sobriety. I feel like it's calling my name. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. You do you. And I may join you there one day. Who do you think will make it their first, me or you? Me. Yeah, I think so as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, this is, none of this has really had anything to do with what topic I want to bring up today, but there's something I want to talk about today. Okay, you tell me. So, uh, Take it away. I'd like anyone who's listening to guess how long we're going to stay on topic for, but we'll try for now. 
is love and I am specifically talking about relationship love, like romantic love. Okay, context. Is I like it. love a choice? I don't know the answer to that. Okay, can I tell you why this has intrigued me so much? Okay. Okay. Coo. <laughs> <laughs> so, this week, in the past week, I have seen a few videos about this. And it's been other podcasters or it's been people um, just, you know, like, you scroll through the times and... People just do these, like, stop scrolling, listen to this type yeah. of thing. Like a monologue, almost. It's been that there's a really huge lamp. <laughs> so I feel like we're both going to get neck ache. Trying to look at has that been the whole time? It has, but I think we should move it back. Maybe we'll do that in a minute. Okay. Um, but, um, so there was a video I was watching the other day, and it was saying that statistically, and it was about, is love a choice? So statistically, marriages, the people will get married three times in their life, and marriages will only last two and a half years. Yeah. That's wild. Like, Fucking hell, what the fuck? That's what but I thought. But then the thing is, like, we're talking averages, and then you've got, like, Kim Kardashian was married for, like, three days. Oh, exactly. Do you know what I mean? So, like... It is an average, isn't it? You're taking yeah. kind of the... Is it the, med- the median? Me- is that where you take Medium? The, the mean. We add them all up and divide by the something We others. don't know. It's one of them. But it begins with an M, for sure. It begins with an M. So, that was, like, the statistic that was thrown out there. Mm-hmm. It was talking about how... And it's specifically, I suppose, aimed at our generation and generations younger than us. Okay. Um, this kind of, we live in a really fast-paced world. We give up on things very, very easily. There's no kind of sustenance. That is a tricky word to say. <laughs> sustenance, but also there's no kind of, like, drive. If something stops working for you, then it must just not be working. And we yes. see videos constantly what will like, be, will if something's be. not serving you anymore, don't do it, blah, blah, blah. Not looking at the other side of things sometimes, being like, hold on, am I putting the work in to make this thing serve me? In the same way, like, are opportunities just given to us or are we just failing to see them kind of a thing, you know? So I was like, oh, my God, like, do I ever want to get married? Do I ever want to do any of these things? Am I just going to get married three times? Like, who's Yeah, should I just get two this? out of the way now? And then... Yeah. <laughs> um, and then it was this whole thing about, like, love being a choice. And we had this conversation outside of the pod about... Um, being in love all yes. the time, and it, and this was what this person was talking about. This first video was about how we, we expect, and it may be because we have things like TikTok and Instagram. Everything's like a second. We get a hit of dopamine constantly. Yeah, like children don't sit and watch films anymore. We don't sit through things. We're scrolling to the end of stuff to see what happens. So it's almost like we want the end goal, but we're also fed so much unrealistic shit of how life is supposed to be and how we're supposed to feel and you're meant to feel like this all the time and if you don't there's something wrong you need to change it right Mm. and so this idea of love or loving somebody we're kind of fed this idea that you are supposed to feel in love 24 7 7 days a week yeah and the minute that that stops happening that's about you need to get out of that relationship you need to that relationship has failed or we're not we're not getting the same satisfaction that we did in the early stages and this other person i will let you talk in a minute i promise no no but this other person was saying keep on about how the early stages of falling in love or being in love is very lustful it's very attraction based and it's exciting and it's a whole new person taking up time in your life you're creating space for that person and whatever it is about them you're attracted to and you want to be around them all the time then life begins to settle and like i don't know you don't have that it's not that same new and exciting thing that it was in the early stages but the love changes and the love grows in so many ways and deepens but we don't necessarily feel in love all the time like with friends and with family like we know we love them 
We mm. know we're in love with them or they're our soulmate of a certain kind. But you don't feel, I don't feel that 24-7. Like, and I have moments where I'm with my friends and we'll be, all be sat there and I'm like, oh my God, I really love all of you. Like, I feel it in that moment. But I don't have that, like, oh, all really the time. Like, no. And I think when we think, when we don't feel it, we're like, oh, there must be something wrong. Yeah. But then it's saying, like, is love a choice? Do we choose to... Not do we choose to love somebody, but we choose to allow that person into our lives, don't we? we and then you like, choose to keep putting the work into... We, we keep choosing to choose them. Mm-hmm. It's almost like love love isn't enough, maybe, is more what I got from it. Versus, like, love is a choice. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, you need it combined with other things. You need to like the person you're with. And I think when you stop liking the person that you're with, it's like a friend. Like, I've had friends in my life that I still care about, and I still have love for them, but I probably don't like... Like, they're not in my life anymore, and because I stopped liking them the way I used to. Yeah, I don't 100%. think my love for them changed, necessarily. I still loved them. And you still want them to be good, but you don't want but to be I a don't, part of it. Because I don't like what they're offering my life, and I don't necessarily like what I'm offering theirs. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's kind of more what I took from it, because I don't know if love is a choice. So what's the question? Is love a choice? Or is love enough? Maybe it's the two sides of that. Yeah, because I would say... Because love is a choice. It's almost like the the beginning bit. And then I feel like, is love enough? That what That's what keeps you in longevity. See, I think a choice... It makes me want to say no. Purely because I don't think you can pick a person and be like, oh, I'll love you now. So I don't no. think you could choose in that sense. Mm-hmm. I think you can choose how you show it, how you treat somebody. Yes. You can choose how you want to sustain it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? If you love someone, I think you can choose how much work you put into that yeah. after that point. This is what this other person was saying. But I think the love has to love exist first. Isn't no? a feeling. He was saying love isn't a feeling, love is a choice. And that's the bit I got confused about because I was like, oh, is it? I don't know. Oh, is it? Do you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. <sighs> I got, I, it's got to be a combination. Surely, mm. surely, I don't know if I'm just, is that a cop out? No, I don't, I don't think it is. Because I don't think you, I don't think it could be all choice based. Because if it was, wouldn't everyone be in love with someone at some point? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Like, wouldn't you just find the person that ticks the boxes? Loads of people tick boxes, but you still don't love them. How many times have you been out with someone or been talking to someone and you're like, oh, everything about them is right except for I don't like them like that. And oh, you just yeah. don't like them like that. And, it, and there's nothing you can do about that. But it's like you don't love someone the minute you meet them. I know people say, like, love at first sight, but I don't know if I truly believe in love, like, deep love at first sight. I believe in lust at first sight, for sure. I believe in, like, there's something... Like, you meet people and you're like, you're going to be in my life. I don't know why, but I just know that you are. I yeah, believe 100%. in something like that. But... I think meet, that about friends choose, as well. you choose to continue to get to know that person. Like, you make a conscious choice to mm. be like, you're the person I'm going to put time and effort into to allow myself to fall in love with you. Yes. That is the choice that we're making. Because, but then I think that's... I, I think that's... W- I think the choice, the reason why I think it takes longer to, mm-hmm. to be in love is because I think you choose to be vulnerable. Okay. And most of us don't do that straight away. No. Because one, we've been taught not to. Mm-hmm. Because all you ever see is your heart's going to get broken. Yeah, it's like fear of rejection. But... Something might have happened to you before. Mm-hmm. Maybe something happened with your parents. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? There's all these things that happen that you're you're exposed to growing up mm-hmm. that when you actually have feelings for someone you're like oh well I don't want them to know that because then it, it goes wrong then mm-hmm. so I think the choice is probably that you choose to like let your guard down in order to be able to fall in love than it is to choose to fall in love yeah 
Because I think if we were all... Like, if no one had a guard up at all, mm-hmm. it would probably be a lot easier. Because if you met someone, you'd know straight away they liked you. They'd know straight away you liked them. But no one does that. Because that's not playing it cool. Do you know what I mean? What if you're too much? Sure, I just never play it cool. No, I'm joking. It's like the it. opposite. You play it so cool, it's ice cold, and they I don't am, ever know I you like cold. them. cold. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting better at it. I'm trying so hard. It's just scary. But yeah, I don't know. I don't, think it, I don't think it's 100% either. It because can't be. Do you believe in, like, that some people are like, you know, like, I just fell in love with that person? I have never had an instance where I have fallen in love, right? So to me, I'm like, I, I like the idea of whatever I think this is in my head, mm-hmm. but I have, I don't know if it's true if I just, do you just fall? Like, I think Cher. Physically Did you ever see fall? that video of Cher? And she was just like, the idea of falling in love is ridiculous. She was like, I choose to be in love. Not not that love isn't... Cher. <laughs> Cher, Cher. Cher. I love Cher. She's like, amazing. <laughs> and she was, it was almost saying that like, I would never just let myself fall into anything. I will put the, I will put myself in situations in my life that are good for Yeah, like, so it's kind of like, why would you be so blasé with something that's like well, so serious? Well, it's like to fall in love means that you're kind of like, leave it. I think the, from what, from the video, from what I remember, I could be so wrong here, but it was like the idea of like, to fall in love means to like, you're tripping over almost, like you've got nothing backing you. So if, if that love leaves, well, what have you got behind you kind of thing? Right. Like, you fell in love and now you're this broken person. She was like, no, you're a whole person choosing to be in love with another person i like the sound of that better me too but then i think it's hard i think we can get really wrapped up in the moment and it feels like we're falling in love because it's kind of like like you said that vulnerability yeah and when we're vulnerable we kind of feel like we're falling we're like, don't oh, i think it is it's on. like you know when you're like oh fuck you know that feeling that when really. you're like <laughs> 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 who's the first person you fell in love with when you were a kid as in, like, celebrity. Whoever, yeah. I remember really, really loving Dougie from McFly. Oh, my God, you did. Really, really obsessed with him. And I think the very first person I remember feeling like I fancied was mm. Jesse McCartney. He was in... Does he sing that song? Um... <laughs> he does, I know he does. <laughs> what song is it? Okay. How's it going? <laughs> I'll sing it, because I sing it every week, but I can't remember how it goes. And... Yeah, that's it. I don't want another something. That one. Yeah. yeah, I don't know what. But he was in a TV show first called like Summertime or Summerland or something. It was right. on the beach. It was really, like, we were super young. I was maybe like seven or eight. Mm-hmm. But I remember he was probably like 14. You just loved him so much. Yeah. But that's like the first time I remember really fancying someone. Who did I first really fancy? Oh, it was two people that sprang to mind. It was going to be stupid. Simon Webb from Blue. <laughs> and Peter Pan from Peter Pan <laughs> but I think every girl loved him I never watched Peter Pan what? I've never watched it that was the first time I was like what is going on? I'm in love I've never watched a lot of things that I get really told off <gasps> for do you know the first person I genuinely felt like I was obsessed with? who? I can't remember his real name the guy from Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. Uh, Aaron Taylor-Johnson. Aaron Taylor-Johnson. I was going to be Abby Taylor-Johnson. From that film. I can't actually tell you how many times I've watched that film. And I would still watch it now. Yeah, I, I love it. Him and now, I look at him now and I'm like, oh, you're a teenager. However, at the time... Were you a teenager? Yeah, we were. Do you know, I remember there being posters up in our secondary school before it had come out in the corridors of our secondary school near the, where the big calf was. Where this long corridor, it was like our media corridor, into the English block. 
and there was a big poster that said Angus Thongs and Perfect Snogging. And I remember thinking, what is this film? And I never but got to see it But why were we advertising cinema. it? That's so weird. I don't know. I have no idea. I just remember being there. It was, big teen- it, was this, it was a huge moment, though. It was a big teenage film coming out. And it came out, and I never got to see it in the cinema. And then I remember I got it on DVD one year for Christmas or my birthday or something. It changed my whole life. I made my mum buy me a thong. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even kidding. That's so funny. I was like, I think it's time that I buy a thong. She was like, you'll hate it. And I was like, mum, <laughs> you don't understand. I must have a thong. And she was like, fine. And we used to only ever order our clothes back then from like the next catalogue. I don't know why. Yeah. I remember your mum always having next catalogue. And, and I made her buy me this, like, underwear. <laughs> it's so outrageous. <laughs> I was... <laughs> I made her buy me it's this so... underwear set. Do you remember it? I had that leopard print bra. I used to wear all the time. No, why? I've never had a push-up bra, and you had one, and I was really jealous. And I remember <laughs> mum saying, well, I don't know why Megan's got one, she's got nothing to push up. <laughs> she's so mean. <laughs> Look at me now, Karen. Yeah, yeah, you sprouted. <laughs> and then I was like, mum, everyone else has got one, I need to have one. She was like, okay, fine. So I, she was like, okay, pick one that you want, you know, if it makes you feel good, pick the one you want, and, and I'll get it for you. So I was like, okay, so I picked this leopard print push-up bra, plunge bra, and I was like, oh, I kept like looking at the thong and she was like you can have it if you want it but I'm telling you you're gonna hate it and I was like mum I think it's time right so she ordered I waited all week honestly I forgot about this I waited all week for this underwear set to come I tried on the thong it was the most awful thing I was like, oh, I'll just again. sorry I'll stop talking I promise but I remember I wore it to school I can't believe you can remember this it was I thought I had a good memory. I wore it to school, and we used to wear the school uniform. Now they have to wear like kilts or some shit. But I we, know, used, we to used to wear, wear mini lycra skirts from H yeah. and M that cost a fiver. And I don't have a bum, so like my skirt was probably much shorter than the majority of people's because like I didn't have much to cover. But I used to just wear it. And we all did. We all wore our skirts as, as short as possible. Yeah, I got screamed at, at the buses once. And my mum worked at our school and she used to come up behind me and yank my skirt down, like, to pull it down to, like, nearer my knees. I was like, Mum, no! Was she being like, serious? She was like, Abby, that is so short. It was obscene. It was obscene. Yeah, So it was I wore obscene. this thong, which made me, for the first time, I felt like a pork joint. Like, honestly, <laughs> it was cutting me in places that I didn't even know I had places. It was horrific. It was like a lycra. I obviously ordered it a bit smaller. It was hideous, and uh, high waisted. Yeah, high waisted wasn't like a, a thing, thing then. It was hipster stuff, so I wore it on my hips, and it was not cute. So I wore this thong to school <laughs> with my tiny weenie skirt. And I remember being in form time, and one of the boys in our class picked me up. As he picked me up, my tiny weenie lycra skirt rode up. No, my old butt was on show, <laughs> and I remember. Grace, I don't know if Grace can remember this, pulled my skirt down. She was like, oh! And then she went, are you wearing a thong? I was like, yeah, mum bought me one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was so funny. So the film was influential then? Oh, hugely, yeah. But that was the first time I really ever felt in love. With... Did you feel in love with him? I didn't watch that young. It was like, it I was didn't like watch... around the time One Direction had come out as well. Like, it was so huge. I didn't watch trip. that film until I was like probably like 18. What? Yeah, I just never watched it. Did it change your life if you watched it then? 
Well, no, because I think my life has changed too? quite a lot. <laughs> <laughs> my life has changed quite a lot already. But like no, I did. I do love it. I still watch it now sometimes. Oh, I love it. It's such a good. It's film. so good. It's good every time. It's yeah, like, it's like hairspray. I'll never get bored. It's like the first time I've watched it every time. Oh, I love it. It's so cringe. But yeah, I felt like I was a bit old when I watched it. That it didn't make me mm. feel anything really. I felt mm. this was good. This is a good film. Yeah, but it was so important. By the time I'd watched it, he'd already married that woman that was like four times his age, yeah. and adopted her kids. I keep seeing them on the times. I keep seeing them on the times. Do you know what else it's I saw fit, on the? Though, isn't he? Uh, since they've broken up, yes. What? He's on the market. No, I don't think he's on the market, but they're not together. He cheated on her with Joey King. Who is? Joey King. Have you seen The Kissing Booth? Oh my god, that's so annoying. Watch The Kissing Booth. Is The Kissing Booth the one where she gets her video leaked of her trying on the clothes? I don't know. I don't know what It's got that Jacob El El Dorado. He's he's lovely. Maybe I've seen I really like him. Oh, I'm thinking of The Duff. Oh no, that's a good one. That's a great That's film. a really good one. But um, what I saw on the Times today mm. was Justin Bieber. So obviously there's all the drums going on. Are you following that then? I am following that. I'm, I'm addicted to it. Hayley Bieber's cut And she looks great with it. She does look great with it. She looks great with everything. I'm addicted to this drama. But anyway, you love is, Selena Gomez. I love, but I also, I never, I never was a Selena I Gomez. I also fan really well. loved. No, Hayley Bieber until about five minutes ago. So What's maybe. she done though? I, I'm following it's just too the drama that it's I was too a, like quick snippets and obsessed. Basically, everyone just thinks like she's horrible and Selena Gomez mm. is lovely and Justin should be with Selena. But I just think it's we know nothing. Yeah. Why is his hand moving so much? I know it's doing a lot. I I don't know. The drama's too much. But what I did see mm. was videos of Justin Bieber when he was like. 14 years old, adult women, like in their late 30s, kissing his neck, kissing his neck smacking his bum. Weird, very, actually. Very. And rightly said in the comments, if that was the other way, it would have kicked off. <gasps> Do you know, like massively. Hugely. And I was like, oh, that's actually kind of sad. Oh, when I you look at it now. I to have been a teenager, like in. Hollywood, I guess. That's what and it was, someone it? like awful. Someone he was doing like a interview, like a radio interview, and a, a woman was like to him, "Oh, I miss sex education. Can you fill me in?" And he was like, "I'm 15." He was like, "Why would you want that from a 15 year old? That, that's weird." That is weird. How questionable. Gross. I know. So, anyways, love a choice. Oh, <laughs> what is love? That's what? the question. No, I don't know if love's a choice. I feel like it's so hard because we have said this before that I don't know. Like it's like this idea of the one, isn't it? Because if love wasn't a yes. choice, you would fall in love with the one person, yeah. Like because if there is only the one for you, you mm-hmm. love. but we have the capability to love multiple people in our multiple people in our lives. <laughs> Sorry, my words tried to come up faster than my mouth. Um, so I don't know because I feel like we choose. You know, there are people, oh, I don't know, I've never had the situation, but you speak to a lot of, like, much older people than us, and they'll say, oh, there was just this one guy, and it could have worked out with them, but they just never quite, like, it just did never what they happened. said they were going to do, or they never, yeah. like, settled down, or whatever it was, and it was almost like the one that got away type of a situation. Yes. But, like, they did love that person, like, the way they speak about them is so fondly, and, like, a first love, or, like, a, a really, like, whirlwind love, or whatever it was. 
but they chose not to stay with them. They chose to be with somebody else because it but gave them stability or love. Or they maybe sometimes the choice is out of their hands with yeah. that one person. Also, I guess that's more like is love enough, isn't it? Yeah. And I don't. I actually think I know the answer to that one. For me, I think the answer is no. Love isn't enough. In 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 anything, I think it's so much more than love. I think love's important. It's the foundation. Yes, but I think it goes back to there's lots of choices like, that are made between the two. Do you know what I mean? There's yeah. lots of decisions to make. There's lots of like ways of life. Well, we met a guy the other night who me, yeah, on the weekend, who was telling us that he had oh, yeah. recently split up with his wife because he cheated. Um, and you asked him. You said, you know, but do you love her? And the first thing he said is, of course I love her. Of course I love her, but. X, Y, and Z has happened, and I think that might be what led me to this. And he was like, I don't really have an answer, but of course I love her. I tell her I love her, and she tells me she hates me. Mm. And I think... People love to be hated. Sure, but I think (laughs) love... Like, love is great, and love feels good, but love feels good when it's good love. You can love... How many people say, like, I love my kids, but they do my fucking head in? I don't like them very much at the minute. Like, I remember... Even being a teenager, being a child, and even being an adult, I feel that it's very important for the people that love me in my life to like me too yeah because they could love me but hate me and that would feel terrible like, yeah if they didn't like sure. who i was or didn't like what i stood for or just didn't like me as a person yeah i'd find that a much harder but i think thing to swallow i think i think i guess you could say love isn't enough because if you love somebody but like you want totally different things for your life mm-hmm. it's hard to get that to align regardless of whether you love each other or not for example, if one person wants to have family and one person doesn't. Yeah. If one person wants to live in this country and one person wants to live in another. Like, mm-hmm. there's so many factors aside from love that make a whole life. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. That, like, if love was enough, then those things wouldn't stop people from being together, but they do. Yeah. Like, if you want a dog or not. If you want a dog or not. But I think as well, like, I look at it as to say, like, you're my best friend, yeah? So mm-hmm. I love you. Yeah. So much. But I also really like who you are. And because of those two things, I would never want to do anything that would hurt you. But it seems to be, and this just could be really pessimistic of me, but it <laughs> seems to be that from even from talking to that guy on the weekend, he loved her, but love wasn't enough to stop him hurting her. Love wasn't enough to stop him doing something that kind of fucked up their relationship. No, but he also said that he didn't feel loved. No, he didn't. Exactly. And that, and exactly. Like, but not, that liking... it, it, not that it was an excuse, but he kind of like looked for that somewhere else, didn't he? He 100%. looked for... He, he looked to feel flattered by something confounded. Yeah. But it's like when you when you love someone, it's an amazing feeling. When you like someone, I just feel like... Because love, I've loved friends in my life, but I've kind of stopped liking them for whatever reason. Mm. And therefore, like, I, I wish them the best, but if I'm doing something that's better <laughs> for me, I'm going to do it. I wish them the best. Do you know what best. I mean? It's not that like I want to hurt them or anything like that. Not obviously physically, but like... I wouldn't, but like being separate I'm not going to be as conscious of my decisions... Or, th- or factor them into my decision making anymore mm-hmm. and therefore that could end up hurting them whereas like with you I factor you into the choices I'm going to make because I want the best for you as I do for myself like, yeah because I love you because I like you because I choose to we choose to be in each other's lives yes but then like I could do things that could make our friendship difficult and then you could but you wouldn't because I'm so like <laughs> but you know what I mean yeah. I think this is where it becomes more than just about how you feel it becomes mm. about how you act as well 
Oh, 100%. Because if I didn't make any time for you, yeah, yeah, you'd love me and you'd still like me, but you'd struggle because you'd be like, well... I'd like you less, I think. Yes, you'd like me less because you wouldn't have seen me in four months. There we go, downward spiral from there. We still love each other. Foundation is we still love each other, we stop liking each other. Exactly. There we start hurting each other. Yeah. So we've concluded it. The rest is history. That was stressful. Should we take a break? Yeah. chaotic start to the second part so we as always don't really have a conclusion to our topics because you know they're open for interpretation and I feel like if you if we ask each other this question again in like 10 more years we probably feel differently than what we said today maybe Mm -hmm. okay I just said we definitely and then maybe definitely maybe but we did get some responses so we put a question out on our Instagram earlier saying is love enough with the um question box just to see what people had to say with a question box <laughs> so one person just put yes yeah I saw that I was like oh they yes love is a choice but then I guess if love that person feels really definitive and and like cool. you don't have to explain yourself to me oh honey because no. do you know what actually I don't, I don't I don't strictly believe either like if somebody told me that they chose to be in love mm-hmm. I'd appreciate that and if somebody told me that it's absolutely out of their control mm-hmm. I would also believe them for that. Do you know what I mean? I think it's probably really subjective. Absolutely. And it's how you feel in each situation you're in, if that makes sense. Like, someone said they might have fallen in love with such and such a person, but then they chose to be in love with someone else. Yeah, yeah. I think... I think love changes as well. Yeah. But I think that isn't... (laughs) I don't know. You're a crackling open fire. That looks a bit scary. Oh Oh my God, that was amazing. I'm magical. I just right. So there's an open fire in my lounge, and I just turned to look at it. It didn't actually work out like this, but in my head, it did. <laughs> I turned to look at it, and it just went up in flames. Abs, that's not what happened. That's exactly what happened. Oh my god, that's so scary, though. I feel like Superwoman. Like that was mad. That's, I didn't know I had that gift. I'm like Matilda. <laughs> that gift. <laughs> um, I what I want to say is. Mm-hmm. Now, not that anyone has any right, but everyone feels it, I'm sure. Mm. You know when someone's like, oh my God, I'm head over heels in love. Like, I am in love with this person. Yeah. Do you ever just look at them and think, no, you're not? Yeah. I've never felt that, so it can't be true. But do do you not just think when someone's so in love, not everyone, but sometimes people are so in love, Mm. and they're they're like gushing about it, and then you're just like, I can't see it. Is that lust, though? Is that so in lust? I don't know. I don't know either. Someone else said, to fall in love, no. Like, to fall in love is not a choice, but to stay in love, yes, is a choice. I guess that's kind of what I said earlier. Yeah. Yeah. In a way. I think that's how a lot of people... I think the early stages of a relationship are so mind-boggling that you're like... It is almost like you're falling. Do you know what I mean? Like, it is that feeling of, like, this feels so out of my control with these right. feelings... I feel like up. you're really gripping onto the descriptive word. I, I, Megan, I have an English way <laughs> This is exactly what I'm doing. But it's true, like... It's just so confusing. Yeah. It seems. No one that fell in love easily. Like, even if it was, like, a lovely situation, it always comes with so much along the way. Like, it's always the most... It's, it's exciting because it's so confusing, I mm-hmm. think. So, I kind of agree with that. But then I just don't know if that bit's the love bit. I feel like love comes over time a little bit. But some people, like... Like, would you say your love for Mystery Man is different now from what it was in the early stages? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, Can you feel 100%. that evolution of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it would be, so. like, the longer it goes, like, the more in love. Not, 
like the deeper that love becomes. But it's different. It's so different. You almost like, in my opinion, you almost can't compare the two. Sure. Because I just think they're like worlds apart from each other. But then I would say neither for better reason. Do you know what I mean? Like I wouldn't say like one part was better than another part. I think Mm -hmm. it is just different. But I feel like the love... Because the longer something happens, as long as you're obviously happy in the relationship and stuff, and like it's something you want to be a part of, the love gets deeper and it gets stronger and it evolves because you love them for different reasons as time goes on. But then there's so things... that almost feels more like the falling in love bit sounds like it should be so much more. And then the love, it's almost like the love in the beginning is so exciting that it feels like it means more or it feels more than it does 10 years down the line. But actually, 10 years down the line, it's such, it's a more like you've gone deep, so far, genuine love. I think that there's part, like, whichever part of it that somebody's in, there's mm-hmm. something they envy about the part that they're not in anymore. Yeah. But I think that's, like... It's kind of like chapters, though, isn't it? Yeah, but I think but I think the same about friendships. Oh, for sure. Like, I wouldn't say that that's... You could isolate that romantic relationship to that, because mm-hmm. even when you look at your friend, yeah. and you're like, God, ten years ago, we went out three times a week. We were having so much fun. But then, like... Now mm-hmm. we'll sit and drink tea for five hours, but it's like the best five hours of the week. Yeah. So it's and like, like it's you miss different. those things, but then you, you, it's always like every time we look back on those things, it's all it's like we say, Oh god, I miss the fact that we used to be able to do that and we didn't care about this and didn't worry about that. Mm-hmm. And then we go, God, but I don't miss the drama, like I don't yeah. miss the worrying about like, my outfit every week. How and... have our holidays changed from oh, like yeah. seven days on the trot? Magaluf, yeah, now we to like reside ten, in the mountains of Greece, ten days in Athens. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're like get us out of here yeah so 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 true. it's like I think your life evolves that way yeah and I think that if you're with somebody for that duration yeah mm. sure that changes too but how could you change all of the in all these different ways mm. and your relationship not change with that it, that would never sustain in my opinion oh yeah if you've grown as a person how could you still be in the same kind of love that you were in 10 years ago? Mm-hmm. You're kind of like looking for different versions of love at different points in your life. And that can be from but the same looking... person or that can be from, depending if you have multiple relationships or not. Can't yeah, you? but like you're looking, you're looking for different things from a person, I think. As you, as yeah. your life changes, you, you require different things from love, I think. Yeah, like I've had this conversation with my mum because she's been married twice. And she's like, when... And it's like, and my dad and my stepdad are very different people. Um, and I, and I, she always says to me, but when I was, well, she met my dad when she was really young. Mm-hmm. She was like, but when I was deciding to spend my life with your dad, I was deciding to have children with somebody and I was deciding to start adult life with somebody. She was like, but I was 50 when I married your stepdad and I'm looking for very different things. I'm looking to spend the like later half of my life with somebody and we're not going to have children together and Things like that. So it's like, they have got a dog. But it's like, you, you, you require different comforts in that person. You, you have different 100%. needs from that person. And so their love, and like she always says, like, and I, my stepdad says the same, like, they probably, if they'd have met 30 years ago, they wouldn't have fallen in love. Like, they just were so No, they different. kind of met at the right time. They would have wanted very different things from life mm-hmm. and everything like that. And everything like that. Why can't I talk about <laughs> giving up? Whereas when they met, their lives had kind of calmed down and they could enjoy what they wanted to do. Yeah. Together. It's just interesting. I think, though, you know when you look at someone and you think, oh, they're in love? Mm. I always think it's people that are laughing. Oh. Like, you know when you just see, like, a couple laughing together? And that's what makes me think people are in love way, so more, than, way more than the people that, like, swoon over each other 24-7. Like, 
it's the people that you catch when you're in a group or whatever and, and they're just still laughing yeah. you're just like oh you guys smashing it though, isn't it it's like you can tell people are real friends yeah hundred percent like, you've got 100%. this really girl world mm. um and then we've had one we've had one response who's also given us a dm they felt very strong about this i family. love we love it to hear it so their reply to the uh, story was being open to giving and receiving love is definitely a, con- a subconscious choice I'll read that again. <laughs> Being open to giving and receiving love is definitely a subconscious choice. Okay. So are we talking essentially the being vulnerable side? I suppose so, yeah. And, but then I guess... Is giving love vulnerable? Would you say that giving love is more vulnerable than receiving love? Or receiving love is more vulnerable than giving love? Because I feel like they're very different. I oh. Do you know what I mean? I feel like one is conscious, maybe one is subconscious, more more so than the other. I remember feeling more worried about being honest about how I felt and getting hurt yeah. than I did being told how someone feels about me. Yeah. Like, I felt giving more... Giving love feels like you're kind of giving something special to that well, it is and like god forbid the embarrassment of unrequited love i think that was like my biggest thing you're like a shakespearean dream i am aren't i you are what did i just say <laughs> what was that sentence it's so elaborate it was but unrequited that is a that like is, if you were to give love to somebody to, the fear of rejection is real mm. like absolute but i think the fear of rejection is what love. stops most of us from most things Oh, hugely. Mm. Because there's something very flattering about somebody giving you their love. Yeah. Like and people, love is very people will accept it regardless of how they feel because it's flattering. Mm. And it's almost... Then I always feel like, yes, 100% feel that too, that it's lovely to receive love from another person. However, uh, can feel very, like, fragile because you. it's almost like you're looking... It's almost like a physical thing, almost. Yeah, it's like, like am I now responsible for this? Yeah, because if I was to... <laughs> like, if we... If, I, in the situation, was to be the one to uh, unrequite, as it were. <laughs> that feels like you'd be so mean, do you know what I mean? But like, So I feel like that's maybe more conscious, but giving love is... Oh, I don't know. I don't know how I feel, I don't know. You don't have to know. Because I think it's subconscious, but it's in the moment, doesn't it always just feel so conscious? Because it's all you can think about, or you can talk about, or you worry about. Do you know what I mean? I can't work out what we're talking about right now like re- giving and receiving love being a oh both thing. yeah I, don't... I feel like it probably is but it feels very conscious i think that sometimes it can become subconscious mm. like i th- i think there's always got to be some sort of acknowledgement mm. definitely early on i don't think that you na- like i don't think that you naturally just are a single person mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden there's another person in your life and you're completely honest and open with each other and you just give and take the whole time. Like, I, I don't think that's an overnight thing. Yeah. And maybe it is for some people, but, like, I personally would would not feel like that. But I don't think you can be a single lone person and then meet somebody and then all of a sudden you're both in love, like, oh, overnight, okay. and then you both just... Wouldn't life be easy? That's so on and so forth. Yeah, like, yeah. But I think that subconsciously over time what might have been a friendship could turn into a relationship yeah because you're 
because you're not totally aware that you, you're maybe spending more time together, you're talking more, you're talking about things you never talked about before. Like, I think those things can start to happen without you realising. Yeah, peel back layers. Fuck it up. <laughs> sure. <laughs> um, then this person DM'd us because what this person said was, is messaging you because your question has made me go off on a tangent in my head. I love that for... We love to just tickle your minds. <laughs> <laughs> so then they said, because it's really, it's a really broad question, i.e. in many circumstances, many may feel like they don't have a choice. But my personal feeling towards love is that it's a decision you make when you're open to giving and receiving love. There's something really empowering about knowing yourself, loving yourself and making decisions based on what will benefit yourself and not others' ideal. So I agree. 100%. I love that. However, I will say I feel like this person most likely contradicts themselves <laughs> from being subconscious to conscious, and I'm here for it. Mm-hmm. We've gone on a journey together. But I totally agree. I think it is. I think the decision-making, the choice, comes from when you're willing to receive. Yes. Or and I think that... It's the giving and, and receiving. receiving. <laughs> <laughs> How we only just... I think that I like the idea of liking yourself enough to make good decisions in love. Yes. Like, I oh, think that Liking yourself enough to make good decisions in love. Groundbreaking. Oi, that! Was that better than my Shakespeare a minute ago? <laughs> yeah, that's like a really lovely quote. Get it tattooed on your arm? I might. That is almost good enough to have its own Instagram post. I think it deserves That's how I feel about it. <laughs> that was really lovely. That was really lovely. Like, that's like the type of thing that someone needs to hear when they're in, like, a relationship turmoil. <laughs> you just need to say to them, you know, you need to just like yourself enough to make good decisions in love. <gasps> oh! <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So what's our conclusion? I don't really know. I feel don't like... Don't think there is one, is there? No. I feel like love is and isn't a choice. I don't know if, like, I think I agree with I that think... in the early stages. I'm not so sure. But I don't know if that's, like, the genuine love at that point. I don't know. I think we've probably contradicted ourselves about a hundred times throughout this episode. That's just what we it's do. It's okay. Yeah. Love's, love's a really confusing one. Yeah, I don't think... Does anyone know? I don't think but anyone has all the answers. Formula, then we'd all be doing it. All yeah, day. agree. And there just isn't. We've just got to... So good luck. Just be kind to people. (laughs) Be nice. I'd love to know, like, general how people feel about it. Yeah. Do you know what I would love to know? What would you love to know? So, you know, there are people that, like, fall in love all the time. Yes. Like, Pamela Anderson falls in love all the time. But I would wonder if their love, like, if they look back to say, like, I mean, we know people that have been in lots of relationships and stuff, but I wonder if their level of love or their feeling of love looking back would be the same for each person. Like, each person, they're like, I'm in love with them, I want to be with them, yeah? Yeah. But looking back, which ones would they actually say they're in love with? Or which one, or would they genuinely say they felt in love with each of those people? I think there are people who are literally just people that do fall in love all the time. Mm. But is it falling in love with the person or is it falling in love with the idea of love? I think That's the bit I get confused. I think there's people that love love and, and if they can feel like it, they will. Yeah. yeah I don't think it's a bad thing. Oh! Oh, no. I just don't think everyone's capable of doing that. There's something really cool about being able to be that vulnerable with it. Yeah, like, right? I, I don't like enough people in the world. No, I love cheddars, mini cheddars. <laughs> and I love you. And I love... And that's enough. You just need me in the cheddars. I, do you know what? Happy life, I would live. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't know. 
I think there's there's definitely a vulnerability to that, like because you're open to so many connections if you're like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. But then I also think I they probably get hurt a lot. Yeah, I'd yeah. cry really loads. <laughs> I really would. See, I don't know if love is a choice, but I think it can be. So that's a contradiction. <laughs> it's conscious and subconscious. It's a choice, but it's also. I think not. if it's like long term love, I think it has to be partly choice because that must be rough. Like if you spend your whole life with somebody, yeah, yeah. I'm sure there are times people where you are married think, for I like really six years. Yeah, I'm sure there are points in the in those times where you think I really want to choose to not love you right now. Yeah, but really, it's just because you don't like them. At least you love them. I mean, I don't think that's conclusive at all. <laughs> it's conclusive. Concluded. I also, what did you have for dinner tonight, by the way? I had a curry. Oh, you did. Did you make it? Did. Was it lovely? It was lovely. I cocoa pops. Yeah, rubbish. See you next week. They're, I'm gutted about though 30% less sugar what's what else point? is going to be taken away from me what's the point got Twix out of the fridge the other day half the size it used to be <laughs> half the size maybe you've got fun size Twix no that's just the size of Twix is now <sighs> Freddo's a pound everything <laughs> Freddo is a pound and everything is becoming more expensive and smaller and I <laughs> hate that I don't go to Michelin star restaurants for a reason because I'm hungry, I have to pay too a lot. Small. <laughs> I don't want to go to Tesco's and have the same issue. <laughs> anyway, on sorry, that note, on that note, we love all of you <laughs> by choice. <laughs> because why? Because we like you. Because as well. we like you too. <laughs> See you next week, guys. Over and out. <laughs>